BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's a deep psychoanalysis of the Hollywood world. Like, hello, we should get we should get certification for this. <laughs> this is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. If you're enjoying the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast, which I really hope you are, and I'm assuming that's why you're here, then please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. That is the most helpful and supportive and loving thing you can do for the podcast. So like I said, go to Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars, write a little titty bitty, and let me know that you did, and I will give you a big virtual hug. Today, I'm joined by the host of the You Can't Sit With Us podcast, Diana Espia. You'll really enjoy this one. We go real deep into celeb gossip, but also she's British, so that always makes things more fun. So hope you enjoy it. Diana. Amanda, what's up? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I, first of all, before we start this episode, can I put something out there? Yes, please. Your last name. Yeah. One of my best childhood friends has the same last name. Are you Jewish? Of course. Me too. Oh, wait. How do yeah. you say their last name? Espier? Espier in American. <laughs> and in British? Espier. <laughs> first of all, I'm loving that you're British. Thank you. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sure it like helps you in America. Can we be honest? Like, can I feel we be like- honest? Yes. <laughs> it's so funny because there's such a like. I could go. I could talk about this for hours and hours. But there's such big cultural differences, and I'm really starting to notice them after being here for almost three years. So you moved here from from um, the UK, but I, UK. I grew up in Switzerland. Yeah. So you moved here three years ago. Why? Um, long story. Um, high school sweetheart moved here for him. He moved to Aww. Texas. We broke up. Stupid story. I'm over him. New boyfriend. Bye. Bye. But also, like, <laughs> I did the same thing, but mine worked out, and I'm married to him. So it's. Are you joking? What's your story? Could well, I mean, I'm sure your quickly, listeners know your story. Yeah. My listeners know my story. But like, let's switch stories. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'll do it as quickly as you did. Went to Israel, met my now husband, stayed for five years, married him, and now we came back to New York like a few years ago. I am crying in Israel. Can I just say, I'm love, I sniffed you. I saw your last name, but then I heard you speak and I was like, I sniffed you. This girl is 100% Jewish. <laughs> you sniffed me. The thing is, I don't actually, I mean, there isn't like look Jewish, but I guess like Israeli wise, people don't always think I'm Israeli because I'm like blonde and like 
blue eyes, but that's like that my sister, helps yeah. me. Yeah. No, no, that no. I, I get Jew vibes from you. I get that warm, like Jewish vibes. Also, like a lot of people tell me that I don't look Jewish. Mm. You'll see. You can stalk my Instagram and just report I did. Back. I will. But I didn't know you were British. So I'm loving it. Uh, yeah. So we get, you know what? We're, we're, we're getting two very different perspectives on the world of Hollywood and pop culture. And let's see if like our, you know, perspectives align today. Okay. Let's see. Cause I don't know. Cause like when we talked about what we we're going to talk about, you were like, mm, I have so much to say. And I was like, I have no idea like what you're going to say and if it aligns with what I do. So we'll jump right in um, to what went down this week. Yeah, let's be official people of the of the world. So this episode is both on your podcast and on my podcast. So obviously you can listen to this episode on both. And yeah, basically that's what we're doing today. Sharing yeah, is so caring. Sharing is caring, not skinny, but not fat. And you can sit with me. Exactly. Um, doing. Can a- I just say I'm obsessed with the name of your podcast because I feel like it just sums me up as a person. Really? I feel that makes me happy. Why? Um, because you know, you can be, you can be as big or small as you can be. You're always kind of, you're always going to feel not skinny, not fat. Like you're always in that meh, like I never feel skinny enough and I never feel curvy enough. Like there's always something. So just not skinny, but fat, not skinny, not fat, you know? And it, it's also about like everything in the world, you know, like that's what I always say when I explain it. Like, obviously I, I did when I came up with the name, it's like, was very literal. Not that I talk too much about, you know, weight stuff, but it's just like but it's what represents it's me. It's the whole culture. It's, it's like the culture. It's a, it's just like the happy medium, never good of enough. Never, yeah, I love it. You can't sit with me is basically, um, <laughs> you know, LA is such because the Hollywood wor- world is such a you can't sit with us culture. And so when I moved here, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to be tainted by this Hollywood bullshit. I don't want to sit with you guys. You can't sit with me. I love that. Is it really bullshit? Is it like fake AF like everyone says? Obviously, it's all about finding the right people and finding your people. You know what I mean? Like all this, this preachy bullshit. You, you've got to, you, you, you've got to be a filter. You've got to have a good filter for, for bullshit when you live mm-hmm. here. Because, you know, everyone has an agenda. Everyone wants something out of you. And it's kind of like a full-time job to find the right people to surround yourself with. I actually heard a lot of people always tell me how, because I live in New York and uh, how like LA people are so fake and I used to not get it. And then when I started kind of like, you know, just coming across people in this industry and then being so nice and then me taking it as like, oh my God, they love me. They love me. Yeah. They want to be best friends IRL. Like that's it. And then you're like, wait, were they like faking with me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you, you just have to take it with a pinch of salt. You know, a lot of people here tell you they love you. I die for you. My biggest thing here is like people say, I die for you. I'm oh like, yeah, God. of course you do, bitch. <laughs> but um, I, I just, it with LA, you take it with a pinch of salt. I don't take anything personally, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, if someone says something amazing to me, I don't take, I take it with a pinch of salt. And you just kind of have to see how it rolls out later on to really know if you can believe that person or not. How old are you? I'm 30. How old are you? Thank the fuck God. If you would have said you were 23, I would have been like, Diana, we're done. (laughs) I'm 31. I'm 31. I'm not going to stop preaching to you as a 23-year-old. I didn't know anything at 23. No, right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, wait, she sounds too smart and like life experience. And like she moved here for a boy and like she's not on The Bachelor. So like maybe she's not 23. And I was secretly hoping because... I really feel like everyone in the world is 23 and I'm just over it. And even if they're not, they look 23. But let me tell you, there's (laughs) substance behind the opinions. Like this will be good, okay? 
Okay. I'm happy and I'm also happy you're 30. Yeah, um, but I'm not because I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be. You have a new boyfriend. Yeah, who knows how that's going to... I'm being such a bitch. <laughs> Standard for me at this point. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I've been disappointed a few times, so we'll, well see. I'm crossing my fingers, babe. From one Jew to another. Um, speaking of 23, Hailey Bieber turned 23 today. And okay. Can I just say she's the only 23 that can do no wrong in my books. She is so oh, fucking epic. You. She is my star <gasps> icon. My too. My like, too. Everything I do, every shopping spree I take is like... Yeah. Try, me trying to dress like her. <laughs> Bieber. Um, I put on my Instagram all the time. I don't know if you've seen, but just like, I don't even need to like be funny when I post about her because it's legit just like aesthetic. Like that is my, I don't know if I dress like that because I am very um, about comfort and I'm very like laid back. But like in my mind, if I could choose to dress like someone, it would be Hands down, Hailey Bieber. Maybe like Kourtney Kardashian, who I'm also obsessed with people Kourtney know. Kourtney Kardashian. We are literally 100% on the same wavelength here. Loving that. Loving that. Yeah. Obsessed, by the way. You're <laughs> so fucking funny. Like, keep keep going. Because I just post self-centered photos of myself that I over-edit and over-filter to make myself look like I'm living a perfect life, but I'm not. And maybe I should change my brand strategy at this point. No, first of all, do your own thing. That's the most important thing. And uh, yeah, not going to be enough fat across everything. It just like stick with one thing for me. But yes, we both love Hailey Bieber and Kourtney Kardashian's aesthetic. And Hailey Bieber's turning 23. And it's kind of annoying. But like you said, with her, there's like no wrong. And the I only think- thing that I will find wrong from her is the wedding dress that says till death do us part. And I did not like that part. Why would she choose an off white? Like, why would she do? Isn't that like unconventional? But see, I... Off-White can do no wrong in my books either. Obsessed, even though it's wildly overpriced. But um, I I didn't like that the dress had a quote that is like, you don't fucking know that you're going to stay together till death do you part. But Um, it's also tacky like... Even if, they, even if they do, it's like a tacky thing. It's tacky. It's like having a, a poster in your house saying dance like no one's watching. Like, no. And like, she's cooler than that. Like, she's better than that. She's classier than that. I 100% thought. agree with you. I, that's the only thing where I was like, you failed. She kind of failed. She really kind of failed. What's your favorite thing about her fashion? I love her like, because I do feel like, like I said, in my mind, I'm like dressing like Hailey Bieber, except I'm not. But she does dress very like street style, you know? Yeah. Like, and it, I love it. I love the sweatpants. I love that she still has a belly button ring. Like, no one does. She still has one. It's like pretty epic, you know? I feel like she basically just took every fashion trend and was like, fuck you. And then it just works for her. You know, like back in the day, if I went out, because I have always dressed us that way. I'm someone I cannot dress up unless I really, really, really try. So for me, my standard is wearing like an oversized hoodie and like just hoop earrings to like kind of make it more excusable that I'm wearing Mm -hmm. an oversized hoodie. And everyone used to shame me for it. But ever since she started, you know, putting it out there that this is her style. Now I feel like I'm an accepted member of society. She's 
she's making progress for us, like, you know, laid back dressers. A hundred percent. She's redefining the definition of stylish for us. And it's just making it easier and more effortless. And I'm all about it. Because do you think, but like, let's give some credit to her stylist. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder, like her stylist is really good. Amazing. Because, you know, when she does dress up, there's always an element of sexy, but it's never tacky and it's never too slutty. Do you remember her at the Met Gala when she went with Shawn Mendes? It was like a freaking angel dust baby I I looked at her and I was like can I please just touch your skin for one split (laughs) second so I can just say that I've touched this legit legit okay so we're the same vibe on that Um, what about Pete Davidson and Kaya Gerber the fact that they're pretty relationship official like they've been seen already holding hands going to lunch going to dates like okay I had higher hopes for Kaya Gerber yeah what do you think it is about him What do you think it is? I don't know. I think he's the kind of person that um, it's happened to me a couple of times because, you know, I'm in Hollywood and I meet a lot of people and there's people that you see in magazines and you see on TV and you're like, what the fuck? But then when you meet in person, they maybe have that energy that just attracts people to them. Do you know what I mean? So maybe he has that. I don't know. I've never come across him, but that's the only explanation I have for this because she's considered the most beautiful girl in the world, which doesn't mean anything nowadays because who gives a fuck about being pretty? You could just be rich and just get plastic surgery and be pretty. <laughs> but th- no, but that's the truth. Do you know what I mean? It is. Yeah. But I feel like maybe there's an energy or like his humor or something about him that just makes girls like him. But I just had higher hopes for her. What do you think? I think two things. A, I think you're 100% right. And I'm wondering if you have an example about that, like someone that you thought would be like really unattractive and like you're like, ugh, I would never touch him. And then you saw him in real life and you're like into like doing him. I do. Who? So it's not exactly what you described. I just have to preface this. So watching, because, you know, I've been around a lot of the Vanderpump Rules, like, cast members. <gasps> and Yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. That's my baby. I don't know if you know. You said you, you follow no, me. No, I know. That's why I follow you. Because I follow all the Vanderpump Rules, like, memes accounts and stuff. Because that's what I mostly cover on my <gasps> podcast. Yeah, because I didn't know about Vanderpump for you. But Vanderpump for me is my little child. Like Me too. That, it's Even the after- only Bravo show that I religiously watch, except for Summer House now, which I love too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I'm not super up to date with anything else, but Vanderpump Rules, I'm up to date, my friend. So I'll just tell you like really quick before you get back to your story. Yeah. Um, I saw the first episode of season eight at BravoCon. Oh, so you went to Bravo. Oh my gosh. I, I knew that they were going to show the episode. I know a lot of the new cast members, by the way. Like I know them personally. Oh my God. So about that. Well, we can get into that. I do want to hear your story, but I'll just say, yeah, I was like, I was like a baby that was just born and like given its first shower. I don't know how to explain to you how I felt seeing you that were first reborn, episode. reborn I was virgin. A hundred percent. Born I was again like, virgin. I went alone and I was sitting there smiling like a maniac, like just feeling like this is my shit. This is my fucking shit because they didn't disappoint at all. There's so much shit that goes on the first episode. It's funny. It's even funny. Like it's humorous. It's dramatic. The new people, which I was so afraid I would hate on. I was like, um, okay, did you just like make that work? And I like somehow I'm not like, what are you doing here? Are you weirdo? It just worked. And I'm like Vanderpump faux life like for reals they 
casted very strategically, which I applaud them for. I also think, you know, since Lisa's not on Housewives anymore, she probably was like, I'm going to put all my efforts into making pump rolls literally the shit. Yeah. But so back to my story before we get into that, because we're going to talk about BravoCon as well, which I didn't attend, sniff, sniff, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, when I, you know, the minute I started watching Vanderpump Rules, for me, Jack's like trash, fucking trash. Mm-hmm. He sucks, like he's mean, he treats women like shit. He's not smart, you know, he doesn't have a personality. He's like, I'm sorry, fucked up. He fucks up all over again. <laughs> and he's just not a likable human to watch on TV. Yeah. And, you know, I even did podcasts with Tom, with James, all these people who, and they were like, no, he's a good guy. And I was like, no, like, fuck this. He sucks. (laughs) And I met him in person a bunch of times. And he's just like, and I never thought I would say this because he is the complete opposite of my type. But he is just a very charismatic person and inviting Mm. as a human when you see him in person. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I can see that. that. It factor that I don't know what it is because I don't find him attractive at all. But when you're in presence of Jax, you're like, wow, this guy might actually be cool. And so if I hadn't met him, I would always be like, Brittany, what the fuck are you doing? But I kind of see why someone would want to be around that, you know, occasionally. Well, let's remember, I at least, when I started season one, I was like, because I started in in retro, like I started like seven years late. I just binged it all. Um, I was like, hello. Like, I thought he was hot. I thought he was hot at the beginning, like with his shaved head. I I thought he like had this marine look. And then once you get to know his personality and he had 17 nose jobs and like Botox for days and like his head grew, then I, you know, slowly was um, lost my heart on for him. But I thought like initially he's a not a bad looking guy. You know, his personality sucks. So initially I was like, he's ugly. Like not my type. Really? Ugly. Well, not just not my type. Like I don't like the cheesy. I just thought he was very like Guido cheesy looking. Mm. I don't I'll be like honest, a Guido. Though, when I was asked on so many podcasts like Mary Fuck Kill, Tom, Sandoval, Tom Schwartz and Jax, I always fucked Jax. Really? People thought I would kill him, but I killed Schwartz. And people were very, like, weirded out by it. And I, I would was kill like, Schwartz. Because <laughs> I'm like, to Jax will fuck you better than Schwartz will. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Schwartz would just, <laughs> Schwartz would be, like, clueless in the bedroom, I feel like. <laughs> He'd just be like, what? You like this? Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so He's I always can... fucking sorry. Like, don't, don't do anything to be sorry for, my That's friend. The thing. That's the thing. Like, I, um, I, I do love Katie, and I think she's really cool. She's um, cool. And I'm super friendly with her, so I'm, like, always afraid to, like, say how I feel about Schwartz. But don't I'll be, be honest. No, because I think that he fucks up so much and somehow everyone's like Schwartzy we love him and I'm like it's just okay. because his name is Schwartzy <laughs> Schwartzy like poor Schwartzy like this is you know there's always that per- that annoying person with like a cutesy name that everyone feels sorry for no do better do, do better. better don't disappear for a whole night and come back and be like I was and drunk be sorry. and sorry and be sorry <laughs> Oh my God, that's so true. So I really hope he doesn't fuck up because I'm going to start getting pissed. But this season looks so good. Can you give us any dirt on um, the new people? So I know Dana. Um, I met her through Sheena's friend, Janet, because I'm very friendly with Janet. Mm -hmm. I met Um, Janet. 
Janet is fucking lovely. So what happened is I had Sheena on the podcast and then I went on her podcast and Janet was like, come to Sheena's birthday. And then I went and it was super fun. And then I met Max, um, who's the manager at TomTom and met Dana through Janet because at at the beginning, Sheena and Dana did not like, I mean, I can't really say those things, I guess, but whatever at this point, sue me. And um, I just fucking love Dana. Like, I think she's batshit crazy, but she has good energy. She's been through so much shit. And Mm -hmm. I think that she's just going to be, I haven't seen the first episode, but based off of what I know from her, she's going to give us, you know, a lot in that series because there's a side to her that's like obviously like crazy. There's a side to her that's very wise. There's the bitchy side, sassy, but there's also very sweet and emotional and very emotionally intelligent. So I think Mm. that we're going to get a lot from her in that series. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like I went into it being like, I don't want to see new people. Like it's changes always scary for me. I'm like, I'm good with my OGs. And I have to say, she did a really good job, you know, making it supernatural, making it not look thirsty. She's not thirsty, but that's the thing with her. She's not thirsty at all. Um, She's one of the only... I can I don't know all of the newer people like I I just think that Danica whatever her name is is really pretty. Um I think Babe, she's they gorgeous. look the same. They look exactly the same. Really? I I put up a side by side one day. I was in shock that there are two different people. Really? I feel like Danica and Dana like are exactly the same looking. Yeah, they're both gorgeous, but I I've never spoken I I I've been around Danica at like Sheena's birthday. I just thought she was really pretty. I didn't speak to her. But I think you know, the other people that I know that have joined, I got sometimes more thirstier vibes. Dana, 0% thirsty. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, she's great. That's- um, I like her a lot, actually. She goes to my Pilates every Saturday, We, which, by the way, I never used to work out. Huge plot twist. <laughs> we go to the same Pilates class on Saturdays, and she's, she's just lovely. She's she's cool. Cool. No, she does seem cool. I have to say, she does seem cool. She seems like a cool girl. She, doesn't, she, she, has, she gave off good... Good vibes. I do feel like the OGs, like the whole thing is getting a little stale for me, if I'm honest. Really? I just feel like you can tell that they know they're kind of above the show and they're grateful and they're always, you know, so nice to their fans and grateful for what the show has given them. But you can tell that like, obviously none of them work at Sir for real, like, and they they say they do, but they fucking don't. No, so plot twist, it's funny because on um, the season premiere of season eight, they say, like Lisa says, um, she says, Lala, Brittany, obviously Stassi, um, Katie. She says everyone, but I think Sheena and Jax and Sandoval and Schwartz, because they obviously work at the different places. But she was like, no longer work at Sir. So they say that, even though it's funny to us, the audience, because we're like, duh, they don't fucking work at Sir forever. But at least they're like saying it, which is They work nice. when they're shooting. Right. But I'm saying now at least Lisa says it on the show. She's like, so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. Well, so about don't time. Work. About right, so fucking time. So because Stasi even blurted out on a podcast not too long ago, she was like, you know, that she's really happy to happy to not have to pretend anymore. So it's like everyone knew they were pretending. Lisa Vanderpump even said, she was like, I can't expect Lala to get off a fucking PJ and come be a hostess. Like, it's not. Legit, though. Like, we can't even pretend this shit anymore, you know? Exactly. That said, I just want to put it out there. Like, I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, I'm so close to them. I have all the ins. But you know, West Hollywood is pretty small and I've just been around. I've been around. Yeah. Um, I, the only people that I do know personally are like Dana, 
um, I've been around Max a little because m- one of my best friends, Lucas, works at TomTom. And then obviously Janet, been around Sheena, but like, you know, nothing crazy. Like, I'm not going to say like, oh, I'm part of the crew. I definitely, this ain't my crew. <laughs> Babe, no one thought you said, <laughs> oh, no, one, no one thought you said it. But I will say this, like for my interaction with them from uh, being around Sheena, did also her podcast and like talking uh, a lot to Katie and just to being around these different people, like I met almost all of them, I think in different situations. I have to say from other Let's put even Bachelor people on the side because they're a whole other breed. But even from other Bravo shows, they are a really cool cast in terms of, like you said, they're fans. They're not above shit. They answer people. Like, it does seem like they do have this, like, slightly down-to-earth vibe. Except, I'll say, except, and this is my opinion coming in, and we'll see if that matches yours, Stassi. Yes. So... I have to agree in in a sense. So I really liked Stasi. So here's the thing: if like if none of these people were, were famous, Stasi is the person that I would kind of in real life be friends with, like gravitate towards. We're same. like very much on the same vibes. Um, but you know, she is becoming almost bigger than the show. You know, she has a book, she has a podcast, she has her show now, which we'll get into. But I listened to her an episode that she did not too long ago saying uh, with Kat Sadler, you know, the power of no. And the thing that we don't always realize, you know, as people who aren't always in the public eye is that these people get asked for shit all the fucking time, which, you know, I don't have like, I don't even have a social media presence, basically. And I get asked for shit and I can't say yes to everything. So imagine what it would be like on on their scale. So I understand the, you know, the apprehension with always being approached and being asked something, especially in LA, where literally everything wants wants something from you. Like imagine being Stasi. you meet someone, she's like, I'm a jewelry designer. Oh, cool. Oh, can you wear my jewelry and put it on your Instagram? Oh, I'm a podcaster. Oh, can you come on my show? Like literally everyone wants a piece of you. So mm-hmm. I understand the need to say no. But what I will say is that I've met Stasi a bunch of times. She's definitely the, the star of the show. She's the biggest person on the show. Oh, let me tell you regarding that. Yeah. Like, finish okay. So... On in BravoCon, it was the most awkward thing for me because the moderator, you know, they the panel came out after the first episode uh, premiered, and um, the whole cast is there. And not only is Stasi the most talkative, you know, and no, like I don't think Ariana said one thing. I don't think even yeah. Sandoval said one thing. It was very much Stasi. Um, but then the the moderator says, "So, like, who's the most famous here?" And everyone gets like quiet and like doesn't understand the question, like super awkward. And then good people question, started, though. but listen, people started answering. So Katie's like uh, Stasi, and so and so is like Stasi, and the whole cast basically says Stasi. And then they fucking ask Stasi, and she says, "Well, me." And they ask Lisa Vanderpump, and Lisa Vanderpump says, "You know, I don't like to pick favorites, but Stasi." Wow, I can't believe I tried to imitate a British accent. When that I'm was good. That was this. that was good. That was good. Okay, and then. The moderator doesn't stop at that. And she goes, audience, one, two, three, who's the most famous? One, two, three, dude, everyone yelled Stasi. There wasn't even an echoing. There wasn't even like a, but that's what I mean. She knows, but, but but I've met her. So Mm -hmm. I've met her and someone brought me to her because I liked her and said, 
oh, this is Deanna. She's a podcaster. She really likes you. And she was like, oh my gosh, like, it's so nice to meet you. What's the name of your podcast? And I told her the name of my podcast. And she was like, that's such a good name. Like the mean, like, it's so my vibes. Like, I really love the name. And I'm not like a thirsty Hollywood person. So I left it at that. And I was like, I love your show. I think you're great. Thank you for saying hi. I went to her OTD party like last year. And um, I saw her at a couple of other events and she came up and was like, hey, how are you? Good to see you. I love your outfit. Like, oh, so I, I thought you were going to... Ex- no, I wouldn't have expected her to like even remember. Do you know what I mean? And she know, like, she, I think she knows and she remembers and she's grateful. And she remembered that I was someone who appreciated her and her work. And she was like, oh, cool. Like, hi. I, do you know what I mean? And I felt in that moment that she didn't think she was above her fans or people who do podcasting but didn't have the platform that she had she's aware of that oh that's awesome that's good to know good to know but I do think that she you know I went to TomTom one time and Sheena was there drinking with all the bartenders and Stassi was in in the back having dinner with Lisa Vanderpump so I do think that she thinks she's above it or in that sense like in the social status thing but when it comes to fame I think that she's still very grateful and grounded, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I that makes sense. And I'm happy to hear that. It makes me feel better about her. Because like you said, like when I started watching the season, I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? She's witty. She's funny. Like, I love her lines. You know, the way she would talk about like, you know, gauging, you know, uh, Jax's eyes out and like eating them and then planting them in the desert and then finding them. You know, her things were just like, I was like, she is such a like, She's so funny. She's so sassy. Like she's I, watchable. I, I connected with her the most, obviously. But then I think I think it was mostly like maybe just following her on Instagram. Like it's not what you get on the show. Following her on Instagram, you get like the OOTDs and you know. So it's less like I don't feel like following her social media brings you the same as like her confessionals on VPR. So then I think I kind of lost my like connection to her. And then also I think it's just like too awkward for me to see like this group of people and to see such a difference between the cast members. You know what I mean? To see like, you know, her being this like mega, mega star where everyone's screaming sassy, sassy. And then you know, like Ariana or something who's so sweet and so like whatever, like she gets love. Don't don't get me wrong. She has like a million something followers too. But I just yeah. feel like there's such a difference between like their levels of fame where it's not even a question like who runs the show. It's, it's also like Ariana is a lovely and gorgeous girl, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But she also does not care and does not put as much energy into it. Like true. Stasi, you know, says it. She's like, I try my best to give people good TV as well. Whereas Ariana kind of mm. just does not care. And it's like, nah, and she doesn't try as hard. So true. you get as much as you put into it. Do you know what That's I mean? true. No, you know what? I like that you said that. I like that yeah. you said that. I think it's true. I think it's true. And, you know, like it, it all comes. The show is such a, you know, besides the fact that they're not working at Sir, which we can say now, um, it is real. Like I've I've been around them without anything without the the shooting and the drama is there and it is real so I think that you get out of the show what people put into it and I think for example you know Sheena's very like man boy crazy 
that's true. And so she comes across thirsty because she is boy crazy. And I think Stasi was just like, this is me, like, take it or leave it, you know, and fuck it. And that's what she got out of the show. That's so funny that you said that about Sheena, because in the first episode, you guys, I'm spilling some secret tea about the first episode. It's no secret to me. Oh, you know, but I'm saying they said on the first episode of season eight, like that she's boy crazy. Like those words, like the the guys were talking. I won't say who, I guess, to leave it um, yeah. to you guys for um, some, you know, something to look forward to. But she hears that and she actually like cries about it. It makes her feel really, really bad because, you know, you're 30. What is she like? 35? Four. Um, and she is like she is in this phase of like woohoo. Even when I met her in LA, she was talking about this guy and this guy and in Vegas and and she went with this guy to Vegas and Magic Mike's. She's like into that. You know what I mean? She's not even trying to meet someone like, you know, uh She's not trying to meet a high value guy. She's just trying to meet a hot guy. That's what's weird. I'm like, Sheena, like which like I can respect and that's what I respect about Stassi too. Like she's never dated really rich. You know what I mean? She dated Jax. She dated that radio dude. Now like Bo isn't like flying on PJs. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. carrying him. Let's be honest. Yeah. So I can respect that. You know what I mean? I can really respect that. And but it's surprising that Sheena is not only, you know, she's going for like waiters, you know, Magic Mike, fucking strippers, uh, Vegas people. And I mean, it's kind of, it's a, just a little sad, you know? I, I mean, first of all, let, let's be real. Like, I like Sheena. She's lovely to me and she's been great to me. But let's be real. The fashion sense kind of represents exactly what they would go for as the yeah. in a male partner. Stasi's more like trying to be like the classy Parisian Vogue editor. So she was going to go for like, a, you know, cutesy, artsy, like quirky person. And Sheena, you know, with the long nails and, you know. What the, is happening? She's going to she, bald from pulling that hair so tight. Do you know what I mean? And so she would go for the tackier looking guys. You know, Sheena's fashion sense is definitely not as fashion forward as Stasi. Yeah. I mean, this is a, the very shallow analysis of the situation. But I also think that with Sheena... You know, it's easy to judge now because, you know, she's, you know, a big star on Vanderpump Rules. But if you look at the beginning, like her dating experiences have been so fucking traumatic. She is divorced. So a lot of that, I always say that to people with relationships, that shit stays with you. It doesn't go away. Even if you're over the person, the trauma of all those things happening stay with you. You know, she was dating Brandy's ex-husband, like, you know, the other girl. And then she got a divorce because her ex-husband was a a drug addict and all. And when you go through something like that, I think it's almost impossible to then go for the right guy for you or the guy that's going to balance you out because, you know, there's no room for like mental wellness and therapy when you're in the public eye all the time. So she's bound to just make some mistakes with the dating life. I really think so. Yeah, I hope she like does find time to deal with that or maybe, you know, exhaust this like phase or something so she can settle down. Well, she is like freezing her eggs. She loves to talk about it. And so she can, you know, she has some time. We didn't finish the Pete Davidson and Kaya Gerber and what we think about it. So let's just wrap that one up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a, I think someone said they, that he has a huge penis and I think that can help him. Also probably helped his confidence. Also, he's funny. You know what I mean? Like he's funny. When you're funny, like 
it works. It's 50% of the battle. Yeah. And like, it's not like he's, you know, this like balding, uh, you know, overweight guy. He's just like not Leonardo DiCaprio or Bradley Cooper in the face. But it's like, whatever, we can deal with that. Yeah, but you're basically settling right there with your opinions. And like, it's Kaya Gerber. But Kaya Gerber... Is too skinny. Speaking about, uh, yeah, you know, not skinny, way, not fat. Way, no, way too skinny. But I she's wonder... She's neither or. She's just too skinny. Yeah, no, she's too skinny, which like, do you, you don't think it's like genetic? You think it's like, don't eat it? She's not eating? I honestly don't know. But, but like, I'll bitch about anyone you like anytime. Please give it to me. But like, with that, I really don't want to like skinny shame someone because you don't know. But her knees oh, yeah. do look bigger than her thighs. That's what I will say. So maybe it's genetic, but I don't know. I The knees look bigger than the thighs to me. And that's Wait, never and a good sign. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know I that mean, that's the like a marker. I mean, the knee should be like more narrow than the, the, the thighs. You know, it oh, kind of goes oh. in a pyramid. Oh, girl, of course my knees are more narrow than my thighs. My thighs wish they were as narrow as my No, my, my knees are permanently <laughs> hidden by my thighs. Let's be real. Like my knees are drowning between my thighs. That's the problem. No, but, but, but let's not forget she's 18 and it could be genetic. But I think that... Babe, where do you see in the world that beautiful girls, whether they're beautiful, whether they're the most beautiful, whether they're supermodels, are dating like as beautiful men? It's not how the world works at all. I know, but they're also not dating Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I think he has something. The, I'll I'm not be talking honest. about beautiful. I'm not talking about beautiful. I'm just, mm. and I'm being super shallow here, but I'm just saying like, he doesn't have that much going for him. Like, yeah, he's funny. Yeah. yeah, he's a comedian. But like, would you, if you were a super, super, which you are, but if you were like one of the top value girls that people, like according to people, because whatever the fuck people think nowadays, would you go for Pete David- Davidson? If you could have any guy, fuck no. I would go for, you know, maybe like, I don't know, someone, an art dealer or like a movie <laughs> producer or like yeah. the CEO of fucking, I don't know, FabFitFun. I don't know. Would I go but, for Pete Davidson, who's an artist, who, you know, who has an ego? And no, fuck no. But Diana, let's not forget that he dated Ariana Grande, which gives him clout. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so if I was to make my dating decision based off of my, you know, guys' exes, we would literally have reached rock bottom at this point. <laughs> I think that he, I think what, okay, what I was going to say, what weirds me out more than her dating Pete Davidson and him being just like a comedian and like whatever is that he's dark as fuck. And like what you but that's see. That's what I mean. And what you see in Kaya Gerber is like this like 18 year old, like innocent. Even though, you know, what do we know? Like, if she's dating Pete Davidson, like, there has to be something. Like, you gotta be dark. Like, we know Ariana Grande has darkness. We know Kate Beckinsale fucking has darkness, okay? Like, I yeah. didn't think Kaya Gerber did. That's that's my biggest, like, weirdness about that's it. That's the shocker of the situation. But you know what else? When I talk about these kind of relationships, all I can sum it up as... They're not going to get married. Like, we don't have to worry about it. You know what well, I mean? Well, it's like Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin until uh, death do us part. Fuck no. <laughs> You're in Hollywood, baby. If you move to, like, Sri Lanka or whatever, maybe. <laughs> but, like, no. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's ambitious. It's good ambition. Um, speaking I of appreciate a couple, the, you know, the ambition. <laughs> the sentiment. So, speaking uh, of Pete Davidson, <laughs> photo shoot. I knew you were getting into this. I actually wasn't, but that's a good call. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> that, I'm like, you're Trying like, to create I a smooth transition here. <laughs> no, that was a great one. But what do you have to say about his weird ass paper magazine photo shoot with his like dick being cut off and him well, being Well, that's a- the thing. For someone who has a reputation for having a big dick, <gasps> um, okay, good, nice choice of editorial. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, let's look at the photo for a sec. Okay, tattoos, weird ass shirt, no penis. <laughs> so like a Ken doll, like a Barbie doll. Yes, okay? that's, that's the theme. Yeah, that's the okay. Theme. So is that what people are trying to like make children understand when they play with a Barbie doll that the guy doesn't have a penis? I don't really understand. I don't get it. I think or maybe maybe it was like maybe, and this is not making fun of it at all, but it had some like transgender connotations somehow. I don't know. No, it's very weird. What do you he think? Did, What's your take? How do you interpret this? I, let's, I didn't. Let's be I didn't. I didn't. I was scared Instagram would like shadow ban me from for looking at it. I didn't. But I did read a quote where he said that he used to masturbate to a poster of Leonardo DiCaprio when he was a kid. Ooh, that's so, juicy. That's interesting. That, yeah. So that. So is. they're saying that this is a Ken doll. It's a Ken doll. So I'm guessing Ken dolls don't have dicks. Well, I th- I don't know if the dick thing was done like that so they could actually like publish it or if maybe they're trying to be like, this is the modern like Ken doll. Yeah. Skinny with a bunch of tattoos and like a huge and like troll. And like super fucked up. Um, yeah. But I, so it's just weird. I, I don't know. I I'm think looking at the I entire th- shoot and like. I don't know what to think about it. I think that sometimes less is more. And when you try to be too artsy, it's not artsy. It's just Well, weird. Paper Magazine likes to push it to the max, you know? They fucking did, like, they broke the internet with Kim's ass. No, I and I and to be honest, I actually really liked that. I thought it was very cool and funny. I thought it was funny. I don't see the humor in this. I see a bit of satire, but I don't know why and where it's taking us. And... I don't know. He, is this like a, a what a, a metaphor for like him being a puppet? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. He bugs me. Yeah, maybe we need to read it to like get a real feel of him. Yeah. And see like... We're being dumb. We're just like looking at a photo and be like, you suck. He does have really chiseled like jaw bones and like big lips. Yeah. Are his, are his lips this big normally? <laughs> like, doesn't it look a little like not real? Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't know if let's put it this way. If I was if I was at a celebrity party, which by the way, I was at last night, I have to tell you about it. It was really funny. Um, Is he the celebrity that I would be like, oh, my gosh, like, wow. No. Okay, another question that's random. If you saw Cody Simpson. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you, um, since we're looking at this photo, a photo of him just popped up on my Instagram and he makes me want to throw up. I don't know why I have this like bodily, like just disdain for him. Like I don't like him. Speaking of thirsty, I think he's just lame. I mean, let's put it this way. I have a disdain for most people in Hollywood or in the world. But yeah, yeah. he doesn't, he's not a chart topper for me. Ugh, Liam Hemsworth put up a photo today. Did you see it? No, but he's hot as fuck. So let me check it out. Look at the, like, look at the photo he put up. It's just like, marry me. Like, Do you follow celebrities on Instagram? So yeah, of course. It's my job. Me too, but I don't follow them. <laughs> so but Liam, look at, but you missed this picture of Liam. With like, a dog? I didn't tell you, you wouldn't see it. Look at him. Aww. He's cute. He has a good hairline. He's, so, he's so cute. So um, Elsa Pataki, I think, I'm not sure how to say her last name. She's um, Chris 
Hemsworth's wife. Um, wife and she's super pretty and they're super in love and like she's Spanish and like they're just like amazing. Yeah, lovely. Um, she she had she was like interviewed and she spoke about Liam and um, she said that he can do better. Deserves much more, she said. I mean, he isn't deserves that the obvious thing to say when someone goes through a breakup? He can do so much better, which, by the way, he 100% can. <laughs> yeah. First of all, he 100% can, especially given the people that Miley decided to date um, after her split. But, like, that's the thing. We don't know the story. Did he cheat? Did she cheat? Did Like, what went down? I mean, you know what I, I mean? don't know what went down, but I think... Can I just say something? The the minute Miley Cyrus uploaded that video of her dancing and being just like batshit crazy. Yeah, you were like, something's going on. I was like, yeah, they broke up. Like, she's going crazy again. Like, that is, I, I, I sniffed it. Just like I, I sniffed your Jew vibes. No, no, you're 100% right. Like, I was, you know, when Miley started going nuts again, I was posting all of her shit being like, she's going crazy. And... I, I mean, isn't that crazy that maybe when they break up, she goes crazy and maybe he was balancing her. Do you think she goes crazy before and then they break up? Or do you think that her being crazy is a result of the breakup? I think that what it seems like, and like, I'm not just saying this from judgment of the outside. Like when she was interviewed, I don't know if you read the interview, I think it was from, from for Rolling Stone. She said like, when she was still married to him, she was like saying about the marriage that it's not, you know, a typical one. She's not like the wife that like cooks. And she said that, you know, she's bisexual. And just because she married a man doesn't mean she doesn't still, you know, miss women. She gave like an analogy of like, just because you're a vegan doesn't mean, you know, you don't crave bacon. It was just kind of like a, like, I'm a very like jealous person. And like, my husband is like a dog loyal. Like he won't like say hello to a girl with like a kiss on the cheek. Um, and like you wouldn't want your significant other, whether, you know, straight, bisexual, whatever the fuck to to talk like that. You know what I mean? You you wouldn't want it. You would want them to say like. No. And I feel like he wouldn't talk that way because he has been nothing but classy in the press. I think that he's a very classy celebrity in my yeah, eyes. That's what doesn't make sense. Like she wasn't being classy. She was trying to. It's It sounded like this chick is trying to look cool. Like, yeah, just because I'm married doesn't mean that I'm like not cool. Like, I'm still cool. I still like I'm into girls. Don't worry. Yeah, it's like, why are you trying to prove yourself? Like, you're married. Chill the fuck out. You're married and it's the best thing you did. Unless, Diana, we don't know something. And, you know, maybe he did do something fucked up to her. Um, But if he didn't, then the way she moved on and the way she, you know, with Caitlin Carter and then she broke her heart and then moved on to this fucking dweeb. It's just like too Which, much. Which like, hello, Caitlin Carter, like what? Where did you find her? <laughs> in Malibu. In Malibu. In Malibu. Oh. Uh, 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 fuck you. Like, bye. They probably had orgies. Like, like let's be honest. Like she probably they was involved orgies. in one of the threesomes with Brody Jenner. First of all, 100%. What do you mean probably? I would put all my money on it. Yeah, literally. Um, can we go back before we like talk about more celebrities? I'm going to take the lead. We spoke about Stasi for so long, but I really wanted to talk about her web series before we move on to other celebrities. Okay, let's do it, babe. Have you watched? Oh, no. Is there a new episode? No, the first episode. Oh, no, I didn't watch. Oh, my gosh. Shit. I just, so what? Ba- so tell us. Basically, okay, so she promotes it. And what is it? It's called Basically Stasi and it's on Bravo's YouTube channel. So it hasn't made it onto like the actual TV channel yet, which whatever, because I wouldn't, I just watch online. I, I never watch TV from an actual TV channel anymore. I stream everything. But um, so 
what happens is that they, I know that she, there were, I know I heard through the grapevine that she was going to have an e-show, but then, you know, she made all these comments on her podcast. She lost all her advertising and then that thing was not going to happen for her anymore. I heard supposedly from somewhere. Wait, what's not going to happen? She was going to ha- get an e-show. Like they were pitching an e-show or something for her or something oh. like a talk show. Cause you know, her podcast is mm. doing well. I don't know. I heard through the grave. I mean, it's not an official media statement, which again, I'm probably going to get sued for, but whatever. And, <laughs> um, I mean, sue me. I, I'm going to go back to Switzerland if you do. And <laughs> <laughs> she, has this kind of talk show, which is like a pop culture talk show called Basically Stassi. And it's in her apartment. So I think they're trying to mix, you know, the talk show, but with a more relaxed reality TV show aspect to it. It's in in her apartment. It's on her couch. And then Bo is a part of the show, but he's kind of just standing there on the kitchen counter with his phone. And he's basically just like kind of, I guess, the pro- not the producer, but just like the voice of reason in there in the background on the show. And then she has guests and like they talk pop culture. They talk about basic shit, you know, like basic bitch shit. And first episode, I couldn't watch the whole thing, but she had Jackie Schimmel from Bitch Bible Podcast. And, you know, they talked about things and it just looked. So she said it. She was like, this is my first TV show. I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing yet, but... La la la. And then I was like, first off, you're one of the biggest star of Vanderpump Rules and you get the opportunity to get your own show and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. That shit should have been planned from A to Z and it should have just been like final product. Like it's not trial and error here. There's no room for trial and error when you're on that level. And what it, did it feel it like? It felt forced. It was weird. Like they were sitting, it's, it's in her apartment because you know her apartment has now become an iconic thing. And they just talk about shit and it just seemed a bit forced, a bit tried to be mm. reality TV, but it wasn't as relaxed as like a podcast environment. And I just, it just felt like it, they hadn't figured out how to make it work yet. And that kind of bugged me because I don't have, you know, a huge following like her and whatever I put out there, I want it to be like a done deal. I don't want it to be trial and error. I see what you're saying. I see, but you know what? It just feels to me like Bravo wanted to capitalize on it before, like she would do something. That's a good point. Herself. That's a good point. But then put it on the channel. You know Don't put I mean? it on the YouTube channel. They yeah, have the money. They have I the have. producers. They have everything. And I, you know, from seeing her on Vanderpump Rules for so long on TV, and then listening to her podcast, I thought that she would be so much more comfortable. More natural. Yeah, a natural host, and she's actually not. Uh, yet not yet a natural host on camera and it just and then Jackie Schimmel was there and Jackie Schimmel is usually super like unfiltered and it and it and she even looked quite awkward on there as well that's so weird because you know I'm kind of like kind of gross out just because I I don't think I can watch it Diana I don't think I can watch it I feel like I don't have the urge to watch it you You know what I mean it's too have the urge to watch it let me tell you when it gets to how about tell me when it gets good? And like, like, I think Stasi is amazing, but like, I like her in Vanderpump Rules. You know what I mean? I like that. I don't think I'm like a stan Exactly. You have to be a stan. Like, in, like in reality, is she an author? No. Unless you're stan, you're not going to read the book. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, is right. she a, like an award-winning <laughs> TV host? No. She's an award-winning reality <laughs> star. And that's what she's good yeah. at. And for her stan people, yeah, they're going to watch this. But is it like an amazing talk show? Not yet. We're not there yet. 
Yeah. She's hustling though. Me and my sister always talk about it. We're like, you know, with all due respect to everyone, like what is Katie doing? Like not much. What is, you know, Ariana and Tom just had the fancy AF cocktail. Tom Schwartz before Tom Tom wasn't doing anything. Like she now has her podcast, but I'm saying like, what isn't Stassi doing? Like she's doing so much. And that's what I was talking to you before. Like there's such a discrepancy between what she has going on and what the other people have going but on. Then you know what I mean? Would you go and shop Sheena's wardrobe? No. Would you go and shop Stassi's collection <laughs> with Best Fab? Yes. I fucking love her. You, you're, yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You're saying like it makes sense. It does, but it is a bit unfair, but you get what you put out there and she's really, really hustling. She's working hard and you know, She's hustling. She's hustling. And you're right. And she has all the shit going on for her. Like she does. She's funny naturally. She has good style naturally. Like she's bringing something to the table that would make people want to see her in like every single environment. Exactly. So we get it. But please do tell me when it gets good or if there is anything juicy. I will be letting you know. I did want to talk about what do you think about, um, whoa, wait, ho, ho, ho. This is really big. I don't know how this wasn't like there wasn't a day off from work and like school. Kylie sold 51% of her company to Cody Cosmetics. Jealous. Stop. That's it. We're done. What the hell? That's huge. Yeah. Why, like, why do you think she did that? Like, what do you think about that? I think that it probably means that her company isn't doing so well. Oh, you think that? And yeah, 100%. I think okay. that. Why else would she sell it? She's the fucking sole investor in this company. Like if it was prospering, why would she give 50% away? Think about True. it. True. Like if it's, imagine, like first of all, A, pocketing $600 million is amazing. So like as Amanda, I'd be like, fuck yeah, sell that shit. But if it if Amanda is making all the money from this company and it's doing really well, then why would you sell it? Um, maybe Chris Jenner is like, come on, Kylie, move on to the next thing. Like we've done this for too long. Like Kim has thousands of companies already. Like you only have one, like hustle, hustle. Um, why would you think Kylie Cosmetics is not doing so well? Babe. Oh, you mean why? what do I think the reason is? Because I think it solely relies on like her fans. And not on the product. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's just like, again, like we said about Stassi, this is a product made by Kylie Cosmetics that is sold only through swipe ups. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it could do well, but it could it do as well as like L'Oreal that's like, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, of course it's going to do well, but it's going to sell out and it's going to this and that. But like, to her like Instagram followers, which are 150 million, but how many are, like we said, stands? How many are going to buy the lip kit? I completely agree with you. hundred. It kind of relates to what we were saying about Stasi, And I've spoken about this on my podcast before, actually. Usually I'm funnier than this. We're going really deep. Like, I feel like we're very intellectual <laughs> yeah. about this, by the way. <laughs> like, I have, a, I have a sense of humor, people, okay? Like, this is a... We're talking in... As if it's like super serious like stuff. This, like, yeah. why? It's, it's a, a deep psychoanalysis like, yeah. of the Hollywood world. Like, hello, we should get we should get certification <laughs> for this. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think that with Kylie, the the initial appeal obviously was the swipe ups, and it was her. And what happened is, it's not a brand that you can like go to your Sephora and just give it like a little a little swatch and like 
think, oh my gosh, this product is amazing. I need to buy it. The whole appeal of it is her social presence and her fame. So the products were, you know, decent and they were good. Otherwise she wouldn't have succeeded and done more collections with her cosmetics. But I think that at this point she's done so many collections and it kind of takes away the like special aspect of the product, which she had at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like it was sold out. Like people just wanted to get hands on these lip kits that were, you know, her lips made her whole brand, her whole persona. And now she's come out Crazy. She's come out with all these bullshit collections. They all kind of look similar. All the colors look similar. And it's lost that like special aspect to it. So now it's just like another cosmetic brand. And she should have maybe been smarter, I think, about how to release and how to establish this as a legit cosmetic brand. Like you're in the stores, you can go swatch everything and you can just go and like the product and then go buy the product. And the other thing is like, to me, like I make fun of this a lot on my Instagram about the, the their marketing tactics, the Kardashians with the, you know, the restocks and the sold out, you know, and that shit drives me crazy. Yeah. Like have enough stock, like just have enough you stock. Have the money like, you know what stock. I mean? Like you're, yeah. But like the thing is, is it a marketing tactic? Is they're manufacturing so like not on a big scale that shit is actually selling out and websites are crashing. You know how their websites always crash on like the day of the launch, Let you know? Let me tell you something. It's, like it's 100% a marketing tactic. Let me tell you, maybe at the beginning <laughs> it wasn't. It. Like she was like putting A-B testing and like it was sold out. And then as it was sold out, you know, realized more people want it. And now sold out has become the marketing tactic. I, I think so. But, but it's sickening already. And I wonder, my big question is now that Cody has 51% and probably will be what I think is going to happen. And what I think I read a little bit is like, they're going to take charge of like everything and she'll probably still do like the social stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, but I like a, this I wonder, color oh. and I like this scent and like produce it. <laughs> and that's it. And have 50% of the company. And that's what was funny about her even doing this was like, how much did she actually do her like work? I remember there was an episode of keeping up where like she was in the office and her like, her like, I need to get work done, like was literally swatching and like filming it. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, filming it with her little music in the background and like showing her swatches with her perfectly <laughs> manicured I, hands. Yes. I literally can't even deal. I can't watch these swatch um, videos wonder, anymore. Are you kidding me? I literally was like, I think a year ago, my New Year's resolution was like, I don't want to see like the, the word swatch anymore. Like I can't even fucking see it anymore. Yeah. If I see a hand with fucking makeup on it, like that person gets muted on my Instagram. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. You don't understand. I am over swatching. I never want to say, I don't think I was ever under swatching to be honest, but also even just watching Kylie's videos today with her nails and her like, like effortless, like breezy, like look at my perfect glammed face, like not effortless and not fucking breezy. Like your three people work on that shit. Move on. It's like five layers of makeup. It's, it's a lot. What I wonder if, you know, after a company like Cody backing you, if you're going to still do the stupid like sold out website crashing shit or if we're going to like if if there's going to be a different feel to the company, if it's going to be like more established, more like, you know. Also, what I will say that I forgot to mention about because I'm very um, in tune with the beauty industry because I do a lot of like self-care beauty segments on my socials. Um, that's what I like to do. You know, I like to interview these Hollywood people and then say like, how do you look the way you look? Like, what are some of your hacks? Like, I love a hack. Do you know what I mean? And 
the beauty industry mm-hmm. now, the trends are so different. She kind of blew up when the trend was very much like James Charles, like super made up face with the falsies and the, the, um, the liquid lipsticks and the very contoured, very foundation-y faces. And now the trend has switched mm-hmm. and the glossier and the milk makeup are really popping because People love a natural face where you can see freckles. They love, you know, a boy brow glossier that you just brush up and kind of looks messy. And they just like the the fresh glow that a facial gives you with minimal makeup. And that is a new trend that Kylie Jenner has not embraced with her beauty products. So you need you need to keep up with the trends. Oh my God. That is so true. I wonder... That is a that is so true. I mean, I'm on that trend forever because I don't. Um, I love. Cos- I mean, I, I'm on the. I don't give a fuck trend, but I'll preach about it on my socials because I like it. But like, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I wonder if she'll just have to stay in this brand forever. Um, but yeah, I can go on about Kylie forever because I'm. It saddens me to see like throwbacks of her and how you know she's just a fucking baby and she looks like. 45 with all that makeup and all that work and that giant ass that doesn't belong to her. And um, I am kind of over it. Um, Before we finish up, just one more thing about the Kardashians, a little bit of Bachelor and then we're going to go. Kim started to cover up. Have you noticed that? Her like fashion kind of changed and like her boobies are put away and she's like in blazers. (laughs) Like what is happening? Isn't she in law school? Maybe that's why. Maybe she's like Elle Woods, like legally brunette. I don't know. Okay, well, A, that could be a reason. B, Kanye, did you watch the episode where he was upset about her Met Gala look that it was like too revealing, I, but it wasn't even that revealing because she's had so much more revealing? I think that whenever there's like a fashion statement that's being made and keeping up with the Kardashians, it's just Kanye trying to like release the next thing because he has a fashion <laughs> brand. So he's like, you can't wear big glasses anymore. Everyone does it. And then everyone started wearing like the small glasses. Like I think he's always trying to stay on top of the fashion trend so that people are going to buy his shit. And I think that's a marketing tactic as well. So like he's going to make comments about her fashion because, you know, they want to be the fashion trendsetters, maybe. He wants to come out with like turtlenecks and not revealing shit, but I, um, that could be... turtleneck becomes a thing, I'm sorry, like <laughs> d- n- never in a million years will you see me in a fucking turtleneck. But let me tell you, I think that you might be right that Kanye is basically also actually believes that it's like like you said about Kylie's face and that today is more fresh face. Like today is more Hailey Bieber style, like cover up big hoodie and not like your tits out. Like that's not cool anymore. Like we're talking about Sheena's style. Like that's not what you aspire to do. You know, even with Instagram, when Kylie cosmetics started becoming a thing, like people were using VSCO on Instagram and like bright colors and like, unicorn frappuccino trend and now people are like posting low quality shitty grainy photos covered (laughs) up and like super moody and like French Parisian and Kylie Cosmetics is just not like that and I feel like Kim Kardashian is just staying on top of the trends and I think you know people are covering up more people are wearing you know blazers with like baggy hoodies and you know this is just the Kardashians just trying to capitalize on everything and keeping on top of trends that's what I think what do you think? Well, I love that. I think that, I mean, it could be either of the shit we said. It could be law school. It could be Kanye directing her. It could be a new stylist. It could be her, you know, wanting to get more serious. Maybe she wants to be president. Maybe she wants Kanye to be president. I don't know. Maybe she, but, maybe whenever she's photographed, she's going to these like church 
um, church <laughs> ceremonies with him and she just cannot go with like boobs out. I don't know. Well, I love it though. I think that it works for her. I think she like is starting to resemble like Courtney style, which we talked about. Like I love. Fashion I think Courtney's the only one there oh that like God, no way. Oh, like a oh, normal oh, oh, person oh could possibly dress that has a normal body with normal sized asses. You know what I mean? So 100%. So I dig it. I don't care what it is. If she can try to steer more in that direction, I'm really, really down with it. Um, I dig I know it too. It, I know you're not a huge Bachelor person, but just a few interesting tidbits about Bachelor Nation this week. I listened to Nick Vile's podcast, which you had told me you listened to his podcast. I listened to, I was actually, I think, invited to go on and then they never reached back out, which I was like, oh, I couldn't wait to go on his podcast, on his podcast and just like rip him a new one, but. You know. Oh my God, that would have been awesome. So he, it would have been. Yeah, great. he's like he's like a hated, but now kind of loved person in Bachelor world. I would say, um, yeah. Him and Caitlin, he was on her season. For those who don't know, he was like runner up. Sean won. She ended up being engaged to Sean with him for three years. Now she's with Jason Tartik from um, what season was he on? JoJo's, Rachel's. No, oh, Becca's, 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 sorry. Um, so, and they had mad beef. Caitlin and Nick had mad beef. She would talk mad shit about him. Caitlin was really upset that Nick got to go on Dancing with, with the Stars and they wouldn't let her go on Dancing with the Stars. She was always just saying how thirsty he was. Like, really, she'd always talk shit about him. Like, when I listened to her podcast, I even, like, almost, I think one of the reasons I stopped is because it was just, like, she was always bitching about him. So she went on his podcast and it was really, I was really looking forward to it, but they basically shat on Sean, her ex the whole time. She was saying that he could never get over. But this is what I hate about Hollywood. Like our mutual enemy means we're friends. Like the people build friendships over hating the same people. And I really fucking hate that. I know. Cause I was but expecting I love it too. <laughs> it was it's entertaining but i was expecting out of the episode like you know but that but but diana if you, if you go and listen like you'll see i'm not telling you it was five minutes it was i think at 30 minutes which was about halfway through they were still talking about sean and i think right. that was mostly what they talked about just like how you know he you know couldn't stop being kind of jealous over nick so nick didn't like him because sean didn't like him and then caitlin oh my god and more than that nick was like i didn't understand why you were always talking shit about me and what does caitlin do she blames sean and says well you know sean was so you know jealous of you and had this thing with you where he was scared yeah, that typical. i like liked the you easy way out easy way out so to protect own up to him. Your shit. Own up to your shit. Be like, I bitched about you because you bugged me at that time. Like, own That's up the to thing. it. thing. And Caitlin is the type of person, if you know Caitlin Bristow, that pretends to be, you know, the real, like, in your face, like, uh, uh, person. And then literally she's telling Nick, which I've heard her personally, not read about it, not whatever, bitching about him all the time. Her basically saying the only reason I did that, not part of the reason, not a, a contributing factor. The only reason I did that was because I was protecting Sean because he didn't like you and he was threatened by you. So I had to bitch about you and I had to hate you. And I was like, Don't you know blame what? blame other people for your filthy mouth. There was such a cop out. So I would listen to that episode. I'm um, definitely going to listen. Why do you think that people used to hate Nick Vial and now kind of like him? Do you think it's because he's trying to become this like Gandhi of relationships yes, on yes, his podcast? And like, 100%. I'm so real and I have emotions <laughs> and I and I am emotional, but I'm a fucking asshole and I'm Nick Vial. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, 100%. I think that, first of all, I didn't watch Caitlyn's season, nor did I watch Andy Dorfman's season that he was on where he like had no facial hair. So he actually was super unattractive. <laughs> like he was a different person. I was like, ew, how do they even cast him? He's so not good looking. But literally a little fucking facial hair five times a week at the gym and he's like, he's he's a good looking guy. You know what I mean? Like Everyone says that he's the kind of person that when you're in presence of him, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy is so beautiful. I can't speak. Oh, I don't, really? I don't know. I've never seen him in person, but I've heard that he's like extremely intimidating in person because he's I tall mean, and very good looking. I'll be honest because we're all about honesty here. Like yeah. I could be sexually attracted to him. Like I can see that vibe, you know? I mean, he's, he's not a good looking like, dude. Yeah. And he's manlier, which is a lot to say because he's not that manly, but he's manlier than a lot of other bachelor people who like obviously do their eyebrows and like, you know, I get can't botox. cope with a plucked eyebrow for a guy. I'm so sorry. If it looks plucked, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I remember my guy friend once asked me, he's like, because he really had a connection. I was like, listen, if you're going to do it, listen to me and listen Don't to wax, me. Don't wax, just lightly pluck. So I said, think about it as like a patch in the middle. And then on the big, big patch, there's like a smaller patch that makes it look darker. You can get away with just getting that smaller patch, like a little plug, but you can't, you can't, you can't make it look too disconnected. You just it can't. It can't be a harsh transition. <laughs> Otherwise you failed. Imagine, imagine dating these dudes that are all fucking Botox and plucked and shaved. I also can't deal with like a shaved armpit. Like I would vomit. No, but that's what I mean. Away. I thought I was into the super clean look and the like, the you know, the very baby face and the not hairy torso and things because, you know, who doesn't like that? And then, you wanted to be natural. You wanted to be natural. Well, that's what I mean. My boyfriend now is super hairy and <laughs> but he but he's so manly and like that to me is so much better than the guy who fucking shaves his torso. I can't cope with that. Oh my God, I couldn't cope with that. And I couldn't cope with the like prickly, prickliness of it. But it's a good episode. Yeah. Listen, I think Nick, <laughs> I I think Nick, I mean, you know, when he posts like weird shit of him, like shirtless painting or cooking, I want to vomit. And when he's like answering questions in this really like, like he's just so confident in his answers. He's like, you know, break up with your husband and like leave your children and like go to South Africa. And you're like, what? Nick said, Nick fucking said, like he's yeah, telling Nick people said, what to do. Like Gandhi, Gandhi, <laughs> Who, like, hasn't fucking had Gandhi. You still haven't found a girlfriend. Why are people taking advice from you? But who are we blaming? Let's blame the people, Diana. Let's not blame him. People are stupid. People are fucking dumb. I'm really sorry. If you're listening to this episode and you also like, listen to Nick Vial, you're fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like, like people write to him. You guys, the shit people write to him are like, I've read weird ass shit. I've read like my boyfriend like watches gay porn and like tells me to leave and like not have a vagina. Should I break up with him? And Nick is like, yes. Like, did you need Nick to tell you to do that? <laughs> it's just so weird. It's so weird. But I think him as a person, when I hear him talk and I put that aside, I say he is intelligent. Like he is, you know, he's not an idiot. He definitely um, has a brain. I will give him that. He's kind of real about things because he was talking to Caitlin and he was just like, listen, like when I started the podcast, I was super intimidated by your podcast because you're like the queen of podcasts. And she was like, I wasn't like, so he does have like an ounce of like being honest about his thirstiness. Like he, he, <laughs> he is. He's like, I want it. Of course I want it to be the bachelor. Like, of course I like, you know, if I found love, I'd find love. But it was like, but can mostly I just like, say, if you have a podcast and you're not transparent about these things, you're literally the biggest loser in America. <laughs> 
or in the world, potentially. Like, you know how podcasting is all supposed to be about raw conversations, like saying whatever the fuck you want. Like, if you start a podcast and you don't admit to like wanting to be the best podcast, wanting to be The Bachelor, you deserve to be canceled. Yeah, but again, she, Caitlin kind of has like the same thing as like Stassi stands, you know, people that are going and like dancing in her weird ass live show that's like half a... I don't, I don't know. It pisses me off. I, I don't know. But I need to do some work with myself because I like to ask myself questions. And I sometimes say, do you maybe dislike these people because you're so fucking jealous of them? And then I say, maybe. You know, maybe. No, I'm 100% maybe. jealous. Yeah, but I just want to know where my like, if I say I prefer this person to this person, do I like Ariana more than Stasi because she doesn't in- intimidate me as much? You know what I mean? Or is it because Stasi actually annoys me in things, no. you know? Do you know, I th- this is what I think because we're such, you know, therapists in this episode. <laughs> um, I think it's the reason why you hate them is... Or not hate. Let's not say hate because I truly don't. I truly don't hate. But like... Yeah, we're exaggerating here. Chill, yeah. chill the fuck out. Like have a chamomile tea, chamomile tea whatever the fuck Americans say these days. But um, the reason why you dislike that is because these people are very successful and they're doing well. They maybe have more numbers than you and I and whatever and whatever. But realistically, would you be a Nick Vial to get to where he is? Would you be as arsehole as he was back in the day to get to where he is? Fuck no. But if that's what it takes, then yeah, I'm fucking jealous because I don't have the guts to do what you did to get to where you are. Personally, that's like, that's how I analyze yes, it. Yes. And also, you know, you'd be jealous. I think I'm more jealous of people that have like substance because I'm not jealous of like chicks that go on The Bachelor and come out and have a million followers. Like that and, like, doesn't. selfies. Yeah. Not yeah. Jealous. Because because I'm like, I'm not jealous. Like I don't, I actually feel bad for you that you are 23 and your whole face is filled and you look the same as every other Bachelor person and you don't know what to do with your life because you came out of this thing. You never had a job and now you're like have all these followers and like you don't know what to do with them because you actually don't have a personality. So of them, I'm not jealous, but I think... Like, but you don't have an angle. You have all this audience, don't know what to do with them because you have no angle. Because you have no like, angle. you need an angle. Yeah. No, like, I agree you with you. I agree. I'm jealous of people who know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I'm jealous of people and maybe intimidated and maybe... I'm, I can't find the right word, but I think with these types of people that we're talking about that are very like A types, you know? So maybe, yeah, maybe they bring out a little bit of like, do I want to be them? Do I want to hang out with them? Do I want to like unfollow them because they piss me off? Do they bring out something not good in me? Do they? So I think... Yeah, jealousy um, is a very funny feeling. Like I don't know what it wants to... Ma- the one thing that jealousy does not want to make me do is make like fuck, some- fuck someone over or like make sure they fail for me to win type of thing. But it does make me want to maybe do what they're doing or like use their business model or like, yeah, I do. I, I get, I get fucking jealous. Like, let's not yeah. lie. Yeah. I just want to be honest here about like my feelings. Cause I don't hate Sasha and I don't hate Caitlin Bristow. I think maybe they kind of trigger something in me where maybe I, you know, feel like I could do that or, you know, something like that. I just want to be honest with everyone, but I do like we have to wrap up here. So I do want us to, um, you to tell my followers about you. Cause oh, we, you want me to do a plug? Let's do the plugs, the thirsty no, but, plugs. But let Let's me do- tell you, oh, speaking of plugs and Nick Vial's podcast, he was like, so Caitlin, <laughs> tell people where they can find you. And, and I they fucking know. Up. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, um, off the vine pot. She literally was rolling her eyes so 
hard. It's so fucking funny where they can find you. Um, <laughs> you're doing a real favor here, Nick. <laughs> Clap, clap. <laughs> clap, clap, Nick. But, you know, it would have been rude if he hadn't done it. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he has moments is what I'm saying. Yeah, this was a moment of absence. <laughs> <laughs> of, like, um, not no self-awareness. Little blank right there. Yeah. Um, so, let's do our thirsty plugs, okay? Yeah, do it. My, my thirsty plug is you can find me on my podcast. You can't sit with me. We basically cover kind of the same things, reality TV, pop culture. I do self-care hacks. And on Instagram at Deanna Espier, it's D-I-A-N-A-E-S-P-I-R. Super thirsty on there. And I do feel like we're going to do this again because I really liked it. A hundred percent. You know, like when people leave my podcast, they can be on my irrelevant list, my shit list or my like top <laughs> chart list. You're, you're you're right up there. Like You have to come back. Oh, yay. So we're going to next time be funnier. Okay. Yeah, please. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you, babes. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Like I said at the beginning, like British accent makes everything better. Um, but no, really, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Thank you for keeping up with the rating and reviewing. Like it definitely made a big, big dent in the last few weeks. Please keep going for those who haven't. Rate, rate, rate on Apple Podcasts. Thanks to the Podglomerate Network for everything they do for my show, editing and producing it. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.